Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. Good morning, good morning, rise and shine. You're on with the due time with Pastor Seth. How are you this morning? That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. For this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, where were you last week? Oh, we started off shaking the Monday morning blues with the due time crew, but single-handedly, oh, we had our pastor Jeff Burns on with us last week, and he talked about praying for my wife's needs. Oh, yeah, there's a little twist. We got an opportunity to hear from the men last week. And, uh, yeah, we got to talk about, you know, what are some of the needs of a wife? Well, what about her need for a spiritual leader? Now, we know the man is supposed to be the leader of the home, but there's a special touch when he's the spiritual leader of the home. Yes, everything that he does is geared and gauged. By God, yes. She needs to know that her life is in the hands of a man who's following God, as well as the the needs of her children are taken care of by a man who's being led by the Lord, yes. Well, she also has that need of, yes, affirmation where the things that she's doing is appreciated, the things that she's doing is acknowledged, the things that she's doing. You know, he has his little stamp on it to let her know, you know, baby, I'm, I'm really, really appreciating and uh, acknowledging the things that you're doing, and you're doing a great job. Just one more. Let's just talk about one more. What about the honesty and openness. Now, I love this one because Pastor Jeff took it from an interesting angle where he didn't talk about the liar. He didn't talk about the liar, but he talked about the man who has to protect the home 
at all costs. And if that means that sometimes and not let her know everything so that she's not, you know, panicking or worried because of the alarms that are going off all around her world. You know, listen, ladies, I always tell you, you don't need to know everything. No, you need to be able to take care of some of those things and have the confidence that he's not, you know, betraying you by just handling some things. Yes. So Pastor Jeff did a fantastic job last week. Yes. So uh, (laughs) we could not have finished off our morning in a perfect manner if we did not have that switch tip with Shanti. And last week's switch tip was don't Reintroduce yourself to it. Yes, and I'm going to say it again. She said it, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Please, don't be like, you know, the dog going back to its own vomit. No. When God has delivered you from that thing, when God has taken you away from that thing, when God has erased that thing from your life, please, please do not go back and reintroduce yourself to that. He's pulled you away for a reason. You've been taken away from that thing for a reason. Don't go back. Don't go back. It's not going to do you no good. Anyone else any good? No. No, it's not going to be worth nothing. No. Okay. All right. Well. Let's talk about a Tuesday church folk day rolled around and we talk about that uh <laughs> who got in some trouble and got her promotion rescinded. Yes. You know, listen, you can't do certain things and then, you know, expect them to go in the way of forgetfulness. No, that ain't how it works. Things are going to be brought back up. And yes, you know, she had got the promotion, but they had to address the fact that this 2018 lawsuit was on the table for when she uh, brutally, or brutishly, I should say, uh, wiped her co-worker's face with her panties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some complaints, and uh, she yeah, she just those complaints all right, and not in a very nice manner. And what about the judge? The judge who was a judge by day, but a nude worker at night. Yes, was charging people to show them his nude photos and uh, videos. Yes. Well, you know what? That's what church folk do in a sense. Yes, you are one thing by the day and another thing at night. And we talked about how, you know, the pastors and clergy and church folk take care of their business outside in public and everybody knows what you're doing. Yes. Nice conversation about uh, the server who watched 
the clergy with the collars on going for a drinky drink. Yes, even at the table, you got to be very careful with what you do. All right? Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Well, there was no show for a while Wednesday, but on Thursday, we had our girl, Sister Gertie Gordon on with Trust Talk with Gertie, and we were discussing that hair problem, alopecia and hair loss. And let me tell you something. Our girl, Gertie, is well-versed in this area of Trust Talk. Yes, many forms, many different forms of alopecia. We got to talk about the that edge control, yes. How are we handling our edges and what are we doing to get those edges on the side of being gone, gone, and then gone again, okay? All right, now. Wow. Freestyle Friday rolled around and we had the conversation with our men. The things we do too soon while dating. And they, I got to tell you, they had some things to say. They did a pretty good job. They did a pretty good job. And as always, I like to say, they left us with a thought-provoking weekend. Yes. All righty. Well, that's how we spent our week last week. And because of the holiday, there was no prayer project yet. You know, everybody was kind of off doing their thing. So, you know, we took a little break. But God's Spirit will be back this upcoming Sunday. So listen out. All right? All right. Well, today we are shaking the Monday morning. Believe it. We're at this again. It is April 10th, 2022. Oh, my goodness. This month, this year, is flying by. It's flying by. And uh, we are not short of the excitement. But in due time, we're past the step. We've got one of our old friends. And when I say old friends, I'm not talking about an older person, I'm talking about one of our friends who's been with us from kind of early with this due time with Pastor Steph. Yes. Yes, and she's one of my favorites. She's been hanging around with me for a long time. Yeah, she was with me before there was and it's due time with Pastor Steph. Yeah. So she is definitely one of my favorite, and, you know, God is blessing us again as we have a fantastic segment coming up. So we're going to have a good time today. So go ahead and get that healthy breakfast. Go ahead and tell somebody that it's due time with Pastor Steph is on and whatever you do. Don't go anywhere, because we will be right back. 
it was a well-paying job, respectable, wearing a suit and tie every day, but I drank 24-7. Woke up, drank eight or nine shots of vodka, drank on the way to work, drank at work. I never could come to terms with admitting that I had an alcohol problem or a pill problem or any problem. I decided one last time to get clean, and so I went to the Narconon program. Not only did I handle my drug addiction, I completely knew how to live life. Good morning again. Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. And we are shaking the Monday morning blues. Yes. There's no reason to be bluesy as long as you've got the Due Time crew hanging out with you. And we are having a good time here. This Monday morning, yes. Ooh, I had a nice restful weekend. It wasn't a great one as far as a physical one, but it ended on a better note than when it started. So I am so grateful to God for all that He does all that he is doing, and all that he will do. Lots to look forward to. So come on, come on, come on. Let's get ourselves together. Because we got some information that I need to give you. You know how we get our Monday morning started with our little health tips. So... Come on, get those pens and papers out so you can take your little notes, all right? Well, we're talking about the most nutrient-dense foods there are, okay? Now, what does that mean? Nutrient-dense foods, they say offer the most bang for your buck when it comes to one-stop eating And these are the most high-value foods that can help with your meal planning. And uh, you want to make sure you get the most nutrients when you are eating, okay? You know, if you're counting calories or you're watching the things that you eat, you want to make sure you're getting, you know, the best. Especially if you're choosing your food wisely, you know. In other words, you're not eating up everything. Because if you're eating up everything, it's not really going to matter. But if you're watching what you eat, then, yeah, yeah, you're going to really have to make sure you're, uh, 
you have to really make sure that you take care of yourself. Alrighty. Uh, what interruptions? Interruptions, interruptions. Okay, let's start all over again. That salmon, we need to make sure we have that salmon on board because salmon is one of the most healthy foods we can have because it contains that omega 3 fatty acids. Okay. They say omega-3s are extremely important for our basic functioning of our body. Okay? Now, it is, like I said, a fatty acid, and it has massive amounts of nutrients. Now, you definitely want to focus on your wild Atlantic salmon. It contains 2.2 grams of omega-3s, along with lots of high-quality animal protein, minerals, excuse me, and vitamins. It includes magnesium, potassium, selenium, and your vitamin D. All right? All right. So they're saying, make sure you get that fatty fish at least once or twice a week, yeah, because it will lower your risk of heart disease, lower the risk of dementia, depression, and they say many other common health conditions, and you are going to get the best bang for your buck, okay, all righty, kale, yes, now, a lot of people don't like kale because it's it's really rough. You know, spinach is, is much thinner and it breaks down easier. It's not that hard to chew, all that kind of good stuff. But they say kale is extremely, extremely healthy. And they say when it comes to leafy greens, kale is king. Yes. Okay. Kale is loaded with vitamins, minerals, fiber, antioxidants. Oh, yeah, they say it is definitely banging. You get a, I mean, a mound of high vitamin C count, vitamin A, vitamin K1. They say it also contains large amounts of vitamin B6, potassium, calcium, magnesium, copper, manganese oh yeah and they say one cup is only nine calories they say and kale may 
even be a little healthier than spinach. Yeah. They say both are very nutritious, but kale is lower in oxalate. Okay. And they say that's the substances that can bind minerals like calcium in your intestine, preventing them from being absorbed. So despite the fact that kale is a little harsher in, um, you know, in, in, in a, how do you say it? Again, remember I said spinach is thinner. It's a little better. It looks, it's a little better. It's healthier than spinach. Okay? So you want to make sure that you get that kale. And kale has um, been shown to have compounds that have been known for fighting cancer. All right. So you want to make sure you get that kale in your system. All right. All right. Seaweed. Oh. All right. Seaweed is definitely one that is really, 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 they say, banging with minerals calcium, iron, magnesium, and manganese as well. They say that seaweed really has a high content of iodine, which we know is a mineral our body uses for thyroid hormones. Yes, we've talked about those thyroid hormones before. And they say just eating a high iodine seaweed like kelp a few times a month can give your body all the iodine it needs. Okay? So they say you can take like dry kelp tablets. can also be very good. Okay? Mm. Garlic. Yes, garlic is also on those lists, yeah, it is always on our list. Garlic is just common. It's also like salmon. Everywhere you look, salmon and garlic. Put garlic on your salmon. Mm. They say you know what garlic does to your dishes. Definitely. Not only is it going to get you the best uh, taste, but it is loaded with high vitamin C, vitamin B1, B6, calcium, potassium, copper, manganese, that manganese again, and selenium, okay? They say that garlic is also great with lowering your blood pressure as well as bad cholesterol. They say that garlic has various cancer-fighting properties. Some older studies suggest that people who eat a lot of garlic have a much lower risk of several common cancers, especially cancers of the colon and stomach. Raw garlic also has significant antibacterial and antifungal properties. Okay, all righty. So you want to make sure you get that garlic in your system. All righty. Potatoes. Wow. 
potatoes are high in potassium, magnesium, iron, copper. There again, that manganese. We're going to do a special on what in the world is manganese and how beneficial is it? Because this is on every single um, in every single item here. They say that potatoes also contain vitamin C and most B vitamins. They say that uh, potatoes are definitely a filling food and make sure boiled potatoes is on your list because it scored higher than any other food measured. Wow. Okay. So they say if you allow potatoes to cool after cooking, they also form resistant starch, a fiber-like substance with many powerful health benefits. All right. Well, there goes that potato salad. All right. Uh, here goes one of my favorites. And a uh, shout-out to my girl, Keddy. We get down on the liver. Yes, stop frowning up your face. Liver. Liver, liver, liver. Okay. Liver is, I mean, powerful, powerful nutrient. Nutrients in, uh, inside liver. Vitamin B12, vitamin B5, B6, niacin, and folate. Vitamin B2, vitamin A, copper, iron, phosphorus, zinc, and selenium. And it is fantastic for all the vital nutrients that we need. All right? So make sure you go and grab your liver. Yes. Sardines. We're talking about the foods that are nutrient-dense. These are the most nutrient-dense foods that we can eat. So we're talking about those sardines. Yep. Now, remember, we did a, a study on sardines and how healthy sardines are. Okay, and they say that sardines, like other fatty fish, they're very high in heart, healthy omega-3 fatty acids. Remember, go back to your salmon, and that's exactly what sardines have. Okay, all right. What else do you think is on this list? Blueberries. Oh, my goodness, blueberries. Stay on the list. Another one. Always in our face, those blueberries, they say that blueberries are high in vitamins and minerals. And remember, powerful, they say blueberries and blackberries are amongst the highest in antioxidant substances. And they say, ooh, that it has components that definitely helps in the blood-brain barrier. Ooh, no, no, you know, some of y'all really need that. <laughs> All right. They say that multiple test tubes and animal studies show that blueberries can help fight cancer. We definitely want to get those blueberries in our system. Egg yolks. Egg yolks, okay? 
they say that, yes, you know, it, it has that definite, uh, it's always on the list of that cholesterol, but they say that egg yolks are extremely, extremely healthy. So you want to grab up your egg yolks. They say egg yolks are loaded with vitamins, minerals, and various powerful nutrients. Woo! Definitely. Now, this is the first time I've heard that eggs contain antioxidants. I didn't know that. Well, those antioxidants protect your eyes and reduce your risk of eye disease like cataracts and macular degeneration. All right? They say eggs are also um, high have a high quality of protein and healthy fat. And uh, make sure you remember omega-3. Oh, there goes those omega-3s again. All right. And last but not least, dark chocolate. Yes. Loaded with fiber, iron, magnesium, copper, and again, that manganese. We got to go, we got to go to our manganese study. All right. They say also a high range. As a matter of fact, they say an amazing range of antioxidants, dark chocolate. Don't be going and getting that regular chocolate so much you eat healthy. Ah, no, no, no. They say the the dark chocolate includes um, components that improve blood flow, lowers your blood pressure, and improves your brain function. Wow. They say one, stu- one study found that people who consumed dark chocolate more than five times per, meat, per week had a 57% lower risk of heart disease. Now, don't go overdoing it. All right? Go check your, you know, the amount that you're supposed to be eating. All right? So those are the foods that are the most nutrient-dense foods, which means they have the most nutrients in their, you know, components. Again, salmon, kale, seaweed, garlic, potatoes, liver, sardines, blueberries, egg yolks, and dark chocolate. All righty. All right. So listen, you know, you're always going to get your health tips on a Monday morning. You know, no, it's not therapeutic Thursday, but I like to start our week off with some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful information to get our Monday morning shaking the blues. All righty? Well, like I said, you know, we've been loaded on Monday morning these last couple and past couple of months. And, you know, we've had what, praying for my husband's finances. We've had praying for my wife's needs. We have been really talking about, you know, our relationships in a 
special way. And I have on with me this morning one of my favorites. She has been one of my favorite partners in Christ. I'm not even going to say a guest because she is not a guest. She is my sister. She has been hanging out with me since the beginning of my journey in this broadcast when I used to do the conversations with the ladies. And she just keeps coming back and, and helping me out. And every time I have a different focus, I always go and grab her. And the thing that I love about her, she never tells me no. She never tells me no. This is why I always say she's my partner. She's my partner. She's my partner in Christ. And you are going to remember her. Let me help you remember who I'm talking about. Do you remember in 2020, I believe it was 2020, when we first started, I believe, if I can remember correctly, that her and the bishop were our first couple in the relationship clinic. And not only that, but her dad was on with us. And he gave us those grill tips. Remember? Oh, I have with us this morning our doctor, our pastor, Cynthia Boone. Good morning, Pastor Sin. Good morning, Pastor Sam. How are you today? I am always great when I have you on with me. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. How is everyone? Everyone is very well. God is so, so good. He's a promise keeper, I tell you. He has been amazing uh, these last three years. And so I am just so, so, so excited to be back on with you this morning, Pastor Seth. I've been waiting. I woke up early, the full time, <laughs> trying to get on here. <laughs> wow. So I'm, on, I'm on with Pastor wow. Seth this morning. I better get myself wow. together. Oh, my goodness. You have been so wonderful to me. Now, Pastor Sin, I'm going to give you a minute to introduce yourself in a second, but I also want to remind everybody that you have been on with us for multiple reasons. But before I go there, let me give you an opportunity to just tell everybody who, I don't, who, 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 Dr. Cynthia Boone, Pastor Cynthia Boone, give it to us. Who are you? I am just a little old country girl that's trying to do business for the Lord. That's 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 who I am. Um, <laughs> what I uh, God has really favored me uh, in the in the line of wisdom. Uh, he has given me wisdom in several areas to be able to help the body of Christ and help the people of Him of His people of God to kind of transition from one place to the next. I am a transitional coach. Um, I am a business owner. I'm a CEO of my own company, uh, CTB Enterprise LLC. Uh, I'm I'm actually, this is what I call my company. I'm a resource center. God has uh, designed my mind, I don't know why he used me, to be a resource center. And so basically anything that in life that people need, I'm capable of 
getting it done. I am a tax preparer. I'm a 501c3 uh, set up. Uh, I, I am a business entrepreneur where I teach business uh, principles and how to do the business of the kingdom. Uh, but one of the things that I love the most about what I do and who I am is I'm a wife to Bishop Timothy Obum. If I can't do anything else well, I can be a wife. Mm-hmm. I, I love, love, love being a wife to him. So that's who I am in a nutshell. I was uh, called to this during the pandemic. I am I'm, I'm an author now. Uh, I wasn't when you when I talked to you before, but I am an author now. Um, I have wow. written uh, my first journal. Uh, it's on Amazon.com. And uh, it's called Queens in Quarantine. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and so uh, I've, I've, I've kind of been busy sitting here. Uh, a lot of people have been idle uh, in the pandemic and coming through it, and I decided to just be productive. And so God has, uh, much is given, much is required. Uh, and so the talent and the gift that he's given to me, I've, executed what I can with the wisdom of him. And that's that's what I do. That's, you know, that's what I do. Wow, wow. You're loaded. Like you said, you are <laughs> loaded, Pastor Sin. And that, that's my, my little nickname that I have for you. Lovingly call you Pastor Sin. And I want to remind everyone that since Pastor Cynthia has been on with us, She's done, and, I, and I'm so negligent. I did not get an opportunity to pull out your very first time with us, but I'm going to have that by tomorrow morning, God spare, so you can have that to go back. Because after you hear her today, you're definitely going to want to go back and hear her previous um, uh, conversation with me regarding our husbands. And Pastor Sin has also talked about finances, here with us. Mm-hmm. She's also talked about the drug rehab um, mm-hmm. uh, a component that she does as well. I mean, she talked about being a wife before with, like I said, Bishop. And man, I'm telling you, we have gotten so much from her. And I definitely know that this book that God has uh, had you pen has been a blessing already and definitely will be a blessing to God's people. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to um, getting my eyes and setting my eyes on it. This morning, you know, we're on our journey to helping mm-hmm. the women, not just the wives, but the women in general, mm-hmm. focus on different areas of you know, how we're going to assist our husbands. And this morning, we're going to talk about, you know, one of our areas. And you chose praying for my husband's integrity. Mm -hmm. And I want to start off by, you know, you telling us why you chose that particular area. Why is integrity so important? 
Uh, to, for for me, um, integrity is so important because that's for me. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a lifestyle. It's how you live. It's it's a it's called it's a wholeness. And coming into merging and being called to oneness, um, it puts you in a place that you need to be whole and healthy before you come into oneness. And so I chose this because when marriages come together, more than likely one is whole and one is not. One has integrity and the other one does, does not. And so mm. I, I felt like through my experiences, I could be more of a blessing to people as to how to pray for a spouse that does not or did not or didn't come into the marriage with that, uh, how to position yourself to be the uh, subscribum for him or her in her, since we're talking about husbands, for her, for him, in, in the wholeness when you're whole, help him to be through the words that's defined in your prayer life. Um, mm. what, I noticed, what I noticed about words is they are very, very, very important, so important that God tells us not to let them be idle. Don't speak idle. Don't say, just say stuff. Make sure that when you put words to a sentence or words to a prayer, you make sure you're saying the right words. And what happens when you put the words in the atmosphere, uh, they become life. They begin to form uh, a world uh, around your husband. They begin to become uh, his guide to the places that he needs to go. So integrity for me is very, very important, very, very important. I would not have gotten to the place that we are now had not integrity been our foundation. So that, that was why I, I chose it. It is, it is the foundation of your marriage. It, everybody said, well, God is the foundation. Uh-huh. But integrity is the foundation because if you got God, if you got integrity, you already know God is in it. Amen. You already Amen. know God is in it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, I read a scripture. I read a scripture that blesses me throughout my life, and that was where he talks about when Jesus talks about when he came, when he went into the Garden of Gethsemane in the worst hour. I think sometime that's when our integrity is um, challenged. It's when we go through a hard place. And when we enter a hard situation in our marriage and our integrity, Jesus said not uh, when he went to the Garden of Gethsemane because the, it was, the cup was so heavy, he wanted out one minute. Then he thought about it. I got to hold my integrity for the people. Mm. Got to make sure I'm completely whole because I got a task before me. Amen. Amen. Well, let's go back a second, um, Pastor Sin. What, how many years have you been married again? Tell everybody. Been 17 years. Amen. 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 
Now, anybody knows about integrity in a relationship. Uh, someone who's been married for 17 years <laughs> definitely does. And I've got some points, Pastor Sin, that I'm going to, you know, um, we're going to talk about today that's going to mm-hmm. help ladies focus on you know, what these components are, and, and we're going to break down, you know, this integrity into some different areas. And one of the first things I want to talk about is keeping your promise. That's a high level yeah. of integrity. Right. Doing what you mm-hmm. say and saying what you're going to do. How does mm-hmm. keeping your promise really build your integrity or indicate your integrity? Um, keeping your promise building your integrity causes a generational blessing to rest on your children. Mm. As a man, as a man, you have a responsibility to live a sacred life of, 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 of uh, what's the word, to keep yourself in a place where your kids can follow in your steps. I never forget the scripture that tells us that a just man walks in his integrity and his children mm. is blessed after him. That's the key word, after him. So when a man <laughs> or a person keeps their promise, your word is your bond. Uh, what, you, what you say is who you are, how you uh, keep that promise. I don't, I don't broke it. I'm completely and honestly undivided when it comes to my promise, my, my principles that I live by is what I say. And so I'm consistent in my actions toward what I've already said. I keep a consistent flow because you can't, you can't lie on one side and tell the truth on the other one. That lie going to catch up with That's what the old people say. So you have to be honest and um, make sure you stay in that, that state of being whole and undivided no matter what takes place. Amen, 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 amen. How do you deal with, since we're talking about a wife and how she deals with her husband's integrity, how does she deal, how should she deal, Pastor Sin, with a man who does not keep his word? Can I, can I just talk about me? You know, because I'm a very transparent oh, woman. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, I came into my marriage, and um, I didn't know that my husband had gone through a hard time in a previous marriage. Uh, both both of us was, both of us was previously married before we got together, uh, and so I had to hold him accountable for the way that he treated the marriage. Not so much me, because it's the marriage that has the covenant. And if you come into a covenant with someone, then you have to hold that other person accountable. But I didn't hold him accountable with my mouth. I held him accountable on my knees. Ooh. 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 Yeah, I held him accountable on my knees. Because I understood I had married a broken man, and I didn't know it, right? But 
certain things took place that made me understood that I, I had. So what I did was I went to God, and I told God the man that he is. I began to speak who he is. I began to pray in the now, and I began to talk in the now as to who he is to God. Every single morning at 6 o'clock, I was in my bathroom on my knees for two years because I wanted him to be whole and healthy. See, many times what we want to do is we want to fight with our, with our emotions. When you got a broken man, you, you can't expect him to have everything together. His integrity may be flawed. There may be an error there. And so you, as a wife, you got to know how to go to God for him. You can't just use what you think mama taught you because mama had a broken marriage too. She just didn't tell mm-hmm. you. <laughs> mama, had, mama had a man that didn't have integrity too. She just didn't tell you. So what we had to, I had to learn to go to God and give God who I wanted him to be. Tell God that he's a perfect example of life of integrity. I had to tell God that you said no wrong, you you did no wrong, and you are no wrong, and everything in God's heart was toward mankind. So I had to tell God, I had to pray that God revealed the goodness of my husband and give him the desire to follow in his footsteps. And then I went back to Rome and I said, God, give him a heart that's sincere and that hate evil, that clings to good. And I said, you, you have his plans. You directed his steps. You gave him to me. So you order his steps. You help him to be honest, true, kind, whole, healthy, and do what is right. Mm. Pastor says, ooh, you didn't just knock it out the box and you just got started. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my goodness. All right, Pastor Ken. I saw this one on the list, and I was like, oh, we've got to talk about this one. Because this is one of the things that come, that definitely has come across the table. Praying for your husband's integrity includes Paying the bill. His integrity when it comes to paying the bill. Oh, Why yes. is that important, oh, yes, Pastor Seth? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Listen, I, 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 as I said to you, both of us was married prior to being together. Um, I have never, prior to this man that I married, had a man that paid all my bills. I wake up every morning, don't worry about a mortgage. I don't worry about a car note, and we got two. I don't worry about the lights being off. I don't worry about food. It is very, very important that a man of integrity learn stewardship. My husband, since I'm talking about him, I'm going to give you some pointers, man, if you're listening to me. <laughs> Take responsibility 
for your household. You'll have a very happier wife and a, and a more submissive wife and a more wife that's ready to give herself to you wholly in every area when, when you take the responsibility of being a good steward of the house. And that includes and holds and making sure every bill in that house is paid. And when there's extra necessities or things that's needed for the house, we got you, men. We got you. We got you. You'll never be without long as you got us. But mm. if you take that first step and be the first partaker of stewardship, you become a teacher to your wife, and you teach her how to hold her money and not waste it. Mm. So it is very important that you become a steward because we're following you. We're following the men, Pastor. We're following them. Mm-hmm. They're the leading mm-hmm. one. They're the priest. They're the one that teach us how to do what we do. And a lot of women may not agree to that, but I'm telling you, we hold the bag, but we're not the whole bag. Ooh. We hold Ooh. the bag, but we're not the whole bag. And so we have to know how to pray and encourage him. See, I'm a firm believer in calling those things and speaking manifestation over your husband. My words that I speak concerning, I'm not telling you he's perfect. I don't get me wrong. None is perfect but the Father. But he's so close to it, I make sure when I hold a bag, I got more than enough in there just in case he need about a couple of thousand. I, I got some in my bag. Oh. That he, he does. If he go low, I go high. Why? Oh. Because he's taught me. He has, he has been a good steward, so I already know if he, if he go low, I go high. My bag is set. I'm ready. I got you, mm-hmm. boo. So when, mm. when men learn to be a good steward over what God blesses them with to take care of the whole, I don't pay a bill, Pastor said. I don't pay a bill in this house. You hear what I say? But he needs okay. something. I hold a bag. All right now. Oh, Pastor Sin. Oh, my goodness. Do we have nine hours with you today? Do we have nine hours with you today? Because we're going to need them nine hours. I have a feeling we're going to need a part two on you. Oh, my goodness gracious. You are smacking us from the left, the right. You slapping us from up and down. Oh, my. Let me tell you something, Pastor Sin. You have... What you just said, what what these ladies, I hope they're hearing. I hope they're hearing what I'm hearing. Because what you just said in that one point alone addressed the entire marriage. You talked mm-hmm. about paying the bills, but you talked about the entire marriage. About, oh mm-hmm. my, no, no. You got to say that that holding the bag thing one more time. Say, say, give it to us one more time, Pastor Sam. We as wives are holding the bag, but we're not the whole bag. Mm. And I think sometimes 
That's what we think, especially if we got a lot in the bag. Mm-hmm. We hold the bag, but we're not the whole bag. We just Ooh. a portion of it. And oh when we God. let men be husbands, and we don't become the husband and the wife, then I believe that's when the merger takes place and the finances will come in alignment. And then not only will they come in alignment, because listen, um, we have to to make sure we pray that he's not tempted to do something that doesn't glorify God. We have to help him stand strong in his faith. Wow. We have a responsibility to our, we're not just sit here to sit back and be a trophy for him. We have a responsibility to our husbands. Mm. Here we go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Go ahead, Pastor Sin. Oh, my goodness. So we, oh we have goodness. to become, he has to trust us with the bag. Come on now. If you, if he the whole and you holding the bag, you got to be trustworthy. You can't be dishonest either. If you're expecting him to be honest, you got to play in it. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So we're holding the bag, but we're not the hold. Mm-mm-mm. Well, thank we're you. We're not the bag. We're just holding Mm, you didn't came behind it and gave us an extra bonus. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes, the extra bonus. Oh, my. All right, Pastor Sin. You know, sometimes I have a daughter who <laughs> she's a mess. <laughs> She'll say something like, the men talk like girls. She, she really, when they start acting up sometimes, she'll say, they acting like the girls. And I have something on this list today that I want you to talk about. And gossiping, a man who talks too much, that integrity of a man knowing when to keep his mouth closed and when to talk. What are we talking about here, Pastor Sin? Mm-hmm. How, you, you want me to answer that? Oh, oh, please. <laughs> Police. When we have those men, okay, there was there 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 were there have been complaints that I've had from 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 wives who have said, I don't want to tell it, but he tells it. He talks too much. I want to be you know a little silent on this issue, and integrity is in your tongue. The things that you talk about, the things that you that you don't talk about, and. What 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 should we be expecting or men? And here's what I love about you. You've been giving it to us from both angles, and, and that is just so essential. How are we talking about this integrity in our conversation, Pastor Sin? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a word girl. Uh, he taught me. My husband taught me I don't just. Blabble, babble, uh, as the Bible say. I don't just supposed to just be babbling, you know, uh, overly talkative. You know, we we as people of God have to study to be quiet. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband has a, is a very quiet man uh, that when he opens his mouth, there's volume that comes out of it, right? So a man that talks a little bit, talks too much, don't have nothing to say. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when you oh, restrain my. your lips, when you begin to restrain yourself, see, that comes with, Pastor Sam, I got to just be honest with you, that comes with growth, maturity. And I think that's why your daughter says, put it as she puts it, because some men have not matured, not to put them down. I don't know what they went right. through in life. Sometimes they're trying to talk themselves out of the pain that they're dealing with. That, that's, that's 90% of it. You, you, you know, they trying to hide really what's hurting them instead of being quiet so they can see what's need to help them. Mm. Uh, uh, you, there's no listening ear because I'm dealing with this turmoil and this trauma that's on the inside of me that's making me spew my mouth uh, and come and, and talk too much that I, I can't even hear what my spouse or my uh, relationship uh, uh, partner is saying to me. So sometimes when he talks too much, that means he's there's somewhere broken inside of him. Now, now me and y'all hear me. Y'all need some counseling. Just call me. I'll help you out. Uh, don't tell your wives that, about what you're going through because uh, she, she might not be able to hold your container well. She may spill it. So uh, if you need some counseling, you need to get some help with that pain, then you won't talk in the, at the wrong time or you won't feel what needs to be held at the wrong time uh, because that, that's, that's categorized as uh, 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 multiple words. They'll call you a fool, so we don't want you to be called a fool. Uh, we want you to be wise in your tongue talking. And so uh, the maturity happens as they heal. Maturity happens in a man's life as they heal. And because we have become medicine for them, we have to know what type of medicine to use to cause the healing to take place. We can't just put a pin in it and say, he just talked too much. No, you got to see the backdrop of it. You got to look behind what he's saying. You, you got to be wise at heart to know he's saying that, but that ain't where that's coming from. That's coming from another place. He's doing a lot of talking about that for some reason or another. And see, that's when you do a self-evaluation of the marriage to see what, what what happens? The reason why he's talking a lot. No matter what happens in my my marriage and in my husband's life, he's still gonna be the same man. He ain't gonna talk quick. He's not gonna answer you quick. He's not gonna give some people still waiting on the answer right now. That's it. They still waiting on him to give an answer. 
Wow. And it's been two years. They still waiting on him. Wow. And he's still waiting to give them because he's not gonna move quickly. And and we do a we do this coffee with couples every Wednesday and we live. It's on Facebook, Coffee with the Couples. Oh and we have yeah, we do coffee with the couples on Wednesdays at seven o'clock. We're on a Facebook live. Sometimes we're on Zoom, so if you go to that page, Coffee with the Couples, you'll see our uh, videos, and, you know, you'll see where we're going to be every Wednesday. And so he was, my husband was talking a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about just this topic. When a man talks too much, ain't believe nothing he's saying. <laughs> wow. So wow. I don't think... Out of maturity, integrity is a it's a growing process. You know, you ain't you know. People think you're born with it. No, you don't. You go through experiences that leads you to your word is your bond, and what I say is what I mean, and I'm honest. That that comes with maturity. Amen. Amen. Oh my goodness gracious, Pastor Cynthia Boone. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You have got me, you've got me breathless. I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you. Okay, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one right here. Your tithe, integrity in paying your tithe faithfully. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. What you, <laughs> she said, oh, Lord, what you got for us, Pastor Cynthia? What you got? Possibles um, is defined as rules, values that guide. Values, principles. I'm going to start here. Principles are values that guide or or moral ethics stone laws uh, right wrong principles belief whatever you value you're going to believe in it right mm-hmm. it's principles are rules they are values that guides and influences the behavior or the evaluation of your lifestyle. So when you're talking about tithing, tithing is a principle that God has used for the for his people. And people are not going to believe me when I say this. They always look at me crazy. Everybody is not his people. Oh, I love it. I love it. So when you, everybody is not his people. So when you find a man that's not living by principles, you find a wayward man or wayward woman. Tithing is a principle. It is something that's not owed to you. It's not given to you. It's owed to God. 
So when a man is not living according to dynamics, the law of dynamics, of the law of influence, of the law of the behavior of values, he will not tie. Mm. How can you tie when you're not a you're not taking care of the whole thing? Mm. See, you 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 gotta. We can't beat a a, a sick dog. I'm not calling no man a dog. I'm using this as an example. Let me just mm-hmm. use a cat. Lord Jesus. Let me use a cat. <laughs> I heard somebody. Way, I heard somebody way in radio land saying, "I'll hmm, me a dog." No. I use a horse, okay. <laughs> if 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 an if a horse has a broken leg, the owner of that horse will not make that horse run. Mm-hmm. He gonna tell him, "I'm gonna pat you up. I'm just gonna pat you up. You got to run because I'm expecting you to win." No, he's gonna wait until that leg is better and completely healed. Before he put him out there on, in the race, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with a man and tithing. If he's broken in his home, he's not going to tie. Oh. 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 We be oh. trying to get blood out of a turnip, Pastor Seth. We can't do oh. that. Oh. If he's Pastor. broken in, a, in the home, he's not going to tie. Because all of this integrity, tithing, principle, laws, guidelines, wholeness, all works together. Uh, uh, so we as uh, women have a great part. Pay, you tie. And you pray that God give him wisdom to know what it means. Uh, we we, uh, we, we want to... I'm not a male beater. I, I use us and talk to us more than I do males because I uh, know the weight that we carry. Uh-huh, we carry uh-huh. the weight. And I don't mean, I don't mean, understand what I'm saying. I'm not talking about your mouth trying to change him with your mouth. I'm talking about we as women are some powerful individuals mm-hmm. on this earth. Mm-hmm. And anything mm-hmm. we want our husband to do, it's a posture in getting them to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a whole posture. So tithing is a principle, men. And if you're broken, get fixed. Because your wife depending on you. Mm-hmm. Tithing rebukes the devour. That means my household will always be blessed. Mm-hmm, Nothing mm-hmm. can come near my dwelling when I tithe. Tithing is not mm-hmm. going to get you rich, but your seed, your sacrificial seed or your offering will, tithing is going to do just what the Bible says. It rebukes the devour off of your life. That stronghold mm-hmm. that your wife is dealing with, Start tithing and watch and see don't God break that stronghold off her life. You want your mm. children to stop using drugs? Pay your, uh, give your tithe to your local church. 
Oh, shoot. If you can't give it to the local church, plant it it in this church, because this cyber church we're talking here. This is a cyber church. Pastor Seth has a cyber church. Y'all don't know that. Yeah, I'm just telling you as a pastor. She has a cyber church. She ain't got to get the pulpit. So I'm saying this to tell you tithing is a principle. It's a law. It rebukes stuff off of your life. It helps you to live a life that's peace in your home. Your children are blessed. Your family is blessed. Strongholds are broken. Why? Because I'm tithing. Amen. Here's one that I know men struggle with, and I I definitely want to touch this one before we leave this morning. Because I, I want you to, to, to talk about this because I need you to talk about it as you've been doing from both sides because the ladies need help with this one. Our men have a problem with this integrity of the simple appearance of evil. The appearance of evil shakes your, your integrity. And our ladies need to know how to deal with that as well. What are you telling them this morning, Pastor Sin? What are you telling them this morning? I, I can't wait to hear this one. Um, well, every man, don't, every man don't have that, but some do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Bible says, you on the very appearance of evil, meaning uh, stay away from what you know you're not healed from. Stay away from what you you know you can't handle until you are whole. If you know, uh, I'm going to put it just as simple. Sex is not the only thing that men have a problem with, ladies. Right. Right. Sex is not the only thing. And I know a lot of times uh, a big booty woman, you think that got his attention. That may not have his attention. Some men don't like big booties. They're afraid of them. Okay? <laughs> I'm being real. Y'all know, you, listen, you all know Pastor Cynthia. She's straight no chaser, so I'm trying to help you here. <laughs> Every man doesn't have a problem with sex. Some men have a problem with gambling. Some men have a t- problem with drinking. Some men have a problem with um, uh, spending too much. Some men has a problem with uh, pleasing you instead of paying the bills. So they'll go make you look good. When you shun the very appearance of evil, uh, that's something in you that's broken. You can't go toward it. You can't go to it. You have to learn how to be disciplined. You can't shun the a very appearance of evil if you're not disciplined. You have to develop discipline in your life, men and women, so that you won't get caught up in things that entice your emotions, your flesh, your uh, uh, the appetite. You have to become disciplined in your life. 
and know how to say no and mean no and walk away and sometimes take flight and run away. Because just standing there in it, not not doing nothing, says to us, that's what you like, that's what you want, that's what you're going to do. But if you get out of it, discipline, walk away from discipline, uh, learn to not be a part of it. You got to go left. If you, you know it's a problem, don't don't go toward it. Don't walk toward it. Don't look at it. You know, discipline, I would say, would be the very the factor for shining the very appearance of evil. Now, how do our ladies deal with this? Because this is a huge problem, you know, when when he's not disciplined enough to, you know, understand that his integrity is is really being questioned. And, you know, she doesn't know how to deal with this. How, don't, well, don't beat him up. Don't beat him up. He has a weakness. Don't beat him up. He's, it's, a, it's a flaw. Flaw doesn't. Now, we're looking at different areas of, of this now, Pastor Seth. We, we're looking at, we're not looking at one area. Right, right. Okay, so, I, and I said this earlier in my conversation, there's some brokenness somewhere. If he can't stay away from or discipline himself or herself, excuse me, so we can't beat him up in their error of their ways. Bible tells me love covers a multitude of faults. Love the H-E-W hockey stick out of it. Act like you don't see that flaw. You married the wrong one? And and there's no change and that's still a problem. Get on your knees. Because marriage is honorable in the sight of God and it's a sacred covenant that he designed it to be. It's a lot of work, Pastor Seth. People don't want to work for what they in. You in mm-hmm. it now. Let's mm-hmm. win it. Mm-hmm. Let's win it. It's too many of our men killing themselves, going the other way, you know, leaving us as the 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 golden part of your life and going seeking after stuff that's gonna take you straight to hell. Love him enough that you deny your feelings to help him through the process to get to where he needs to be. The power rests in you. Why you think God put him to sleep to pull you? Come on, people. Why you think it's a secret in there? And we got the secret sauce. <clears throat> so don't give up on him so quick. Don't complain about him so quick. Find <clears throat> your hand something to do with it. Uh, uh, uh. Amen. 
Amen, Pastor Sin. There's one more area that that I want to touch on before you leave us this morning. And I want to talk about the integrity of his work. You know, a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of different areas that we can shake our integrity when it comes to our work. And she needs to be focused on helping him through this area. What are we talking about here? When you say work, when they say work, what are they saying? Their job? Their job. Or, yes. yes. The choice of, of their job of their job, career. Okay. Yes, that area. Mhm. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, we already know that this word integrity extends to our professional areas of our lives. Uh I, I think it's all about their decision making process, how to interact with um uh, uh people that you work with, how that you serve, because I think I believe integrity has a lot to do with our servitude. Uh how we serve in the workplace. Uh keeping up uh making the main thing a main thing and not about us. It's about the next person. Also, uh, he need to keep a job. <laughs> <laughs> he need to work. You know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I, I hope they ain't listening because I said I shared it to my page. I know this young lady that's dating a guy that doesn't have a job, and he he he's claiming to be disabled. But he looked pretty good to me. The only thing that might be disabled is he has a few uh, challenges that he had gone through prior into his life. And so he's allowing those challenges that he's dealt with in a previous relationship to stop him from being a whole person. And so I'm, I'm concerned about women that will accept a man that won't work. Mm. I think the flaw is in in the woman. I don't think the flaw is in the husband. In the in the, I think a, a a husband that will not keep a job is a man that has not been found. He he don't know who he is. A one that will not be a breadwinner, be the one that keeps work ethics in his life. Uh, I think it's a man that's dealing with some stuff that that's broken in him. But, you know, er- everything leads back to where you come from, your DNA, how you was written, how you was raised, what you dealt with, what happened to you. Uh, and a lot of times we don't ask that question. What happened to you? Why is it that you work six months out of the year and the other six months you sit down? What what happened? What What's happening inside of you? That you can't be disciplined to 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 make a uh, a professional living for yourself first, not just for for the wise, but for yourself. And I I think that's a that's a character trait flaw. I, I think that has a lot to do with their character or our character, uh, male or female. Uh, when you will not 
completely, you know, do what you need to do to hold a job. It, it has something to do with your character flaws. And, and there, you, you don't know how to commit. You're not committed to anything. And how we deal with that is, is that we make sure we're choosing the right mate. I tell people this, Pastor Tim, I think I've said it on your radio before. That's, that's Jesus uh, went to the cross, died, did what he did. Three days he was up. I think in three days, three weeks or three months, you're going to know whether that's the guy. Mm. I don't want you to waste a whole lot of time. Three days, three months, three weeks, you're going to know. Some people know in three hours when they come out they, when they come out the cuff. But in three, <laughs> that three is very significant. I think you will know. I knew in three hours. Mm. It didn't take me three weeks, three months. God let me know in three hours that he was mine. He was the one. Don't fear this is me. I think we as women spend too much time trying to make him into something we desire. So we are, we we will want him to work, and it's not in him. Well, you should have known that three weeks ago or three months ago that he was not a good work ethic. He didn't have good work ethic. Then you got to get to know what happened to you, the reason why you don't have good work ethics. What did your father teach you? What did, what did you not get when you was coming up? You don't have to be his counsel, but it's a way to talk to your spouse or your significant other, male, male and female I'm talking. I'm about male and female. Let me just put that disclaimer out there. I'm about a man and a woman. I'm just putting that disclaimer out there. I love you, but I'm putting that disclaimer out there. <laughs> so you do anything other than a male and a female is already screwed up. So, but we have to make sure <laughs> that that we get get information. You know, men are under attack. The devil hates the man child. They've been trying to kill them from the beginning. The male is under attack. So we got to step up and begin to, we birthed them. Did not we birth them, Pastor Seth? Absolutely. Absolutely. So they're under attack. So where does it come to the workplace, the work setting, you know, it's a character flaw. Hold him accountable. Hold him accountable. Be open and honest with him. Communicate with him and hold him accountable. Mm-mm. Now, Pastor Sin, help these ladies out who done married them already. Who done married them already? Hold yeah, him accountable. <laughs> Identify. I'm, I'm just saying, she still... It's a way to hold him accountable. You don't have to argue, fuss, and fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to, he has to be accountable. He said, will you marry me? Will you be my wife? That's more than just showing off at the wedding. The rubber meets the road when you get in the home. And the bill's got to be paid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Paying bills is a skill. Paying bills is a skill. Do he have the skill? If he does not have the skill, then then go to work. T- teach. Do it so he can learn and develop the strength to be able to do it. No man want to look bad in his marriage. No man want to be be respectful. No man want to look bad. Tell him your expectations. Let him know what you need from him. Let him know the, the security that you need from him. Tell him he ain't got to work hard. He can work smart. But let him know the security. I need to be secure. I need to know that you got me. I need to know if I'm holding the bag, I need to know you got the whole bag. Uh, all right. Amen. 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 Oh my goodness. Pastor Cynthia Boone. Dr. Cynthia Boone. Mrs. Cynthia Boone. Oh my, 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 my. I have Bless been you. breathless from the moment you started. You have blown me away from the moment you started. Every time you come on here, you blow <laughs> me away. Every, I don't care what we're talking about. I don't care what we're talking about. You blow me away. And as you were talking, I'm going to call you in a little while because something came mm-hmm. to my mind as you were speaking. But mm-hmm. this has been a phenomenal, phenomenal, I mean, this one hour, oh, my goodness. We couldn't pay for this mm. stuff here. I'm telling you, if we had a million dollars, we couldn't mm. pay for this. Mm. Could not pay. I always mm. say God sends us the very best. While no. we have you on, I'm going to give you an opportunity to, you know, um, I posted your tax preparer um, information a couple of times. And mm-hmm. please just give our listeners some information just in case they want, they're looking for someone and uh, what you have to offer. Um, well, I'm, I, I prepare taxes, and I help you to get your uh, court, the money that's sitting on the table that's probably been sitting there for years. Uh, I am a financial advisor. Uh, I try to make sure that you don't owe the government anything, and there's a lot of uh, uh, deductions and credits out there that, uh, if you're not a tax preparer, you wouldn't know that they're out there. And believe it or not, H&R Block is not going to tell you what they are. And so um, I am. you can find me on Facebook, Dr. Cynthia Boone. Uh, you can call me. My number is 478-955-1786. If you owe back taxes, let's get it to a point where uh, you won't owe them. Let, let me teach you how to claim. Let me show you what's necessary, how that you can accord some of your taxes and get your money, uh, as well as uh, how to file. You know, some people filing single, but they're the head of household. That gets you more credits when you file head of household. Uh, single with children, you're the head of your house. So you file head of household, you get more credit. So I'm here to assist you in your financial needs. I also do credit repair if you 
or seeking to buy a home and become financial literate, you know, make sure that your finances are well. Um, I'm here to, you know, help you get that done as well. I love finances. I believe once we get our finances in order, then God is able to use what we've taken to fix, and he'll bless it. So you can call me or you can email me at elect, E-L-E-C-T, lady, L-A-D-Y, Boone, B-O-O-N-E, at yahoo.com. Okay, okay. And tell us again about this book before you go. Oh, for wow. those who come on later, please tell us about this book again. <clears throat> My journal uh, is Queens in Quarantine, uh, uh, Quiet Time of prep- uh, Meditation for Preparation. Uh, during the pandemic, we were in quarantine, and uh, God led me to get a couple of women together on Zoom to kind of let us feel each other and see each other so that we won't feel lonely. And so during the course of that time, uh, we correlated this uh, uh, Zoom, and out of it came this journal, Queens in Quarantine, and it has all the quotes uh, that God has given me, some of the quotes that God has given me throughout uh, my transition into where I am today. And they are quotes with scriptures, and you also have declarations behind it. So you can write down your goals, your values, your things, your dreams, and decree and declare over them as you begin to read the journal. Quote, uh, read the scripture, quote the journal, I mean, a declaration, and uh, read my quotes. And so I am on Amazon, Amazon.com. Uh, you can go and you Google my name in Amazon.com. Put an M, Cynthia M. Boone in the search, and you'll see my journal pop up. It's a pink, beautiful journal, and uh, I would love for you to get it. It will bless your life. It will bless your life. Amen. Amen. And last but not least, you have a Wednesday broadcast of your own, and give that to us, please. Yes, Queen. Uh, uh, Coffee with the Couples. It is centered around relationships, uh, marriages, um, and we, it's every Wednesday at 7 o'clock. We do have a Zoom link. If you go on Facebook, you uh, put in Coffee with the Couples, you'll see a Dunkin' Donut sign on it. We're on Facebook. Uh, I'm not sure whether he put us on Instagram yet, but we'll go into Instagram as well. Coffee with the Couples on Facebook. Uh, join us on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. You can tune in with us. And, and get some real good uh, interesting points that will help you throughout your marriage or your relationship. All right, all right. Pastor, Dr. Cynthia Boone, thank you so much. I mean, thank you is just nothing compared to what we got <laughs> today. Bless and you. tomorrow Bless morning, you. I'm going to do my research tonight, and I'm going to find all of the time you've been on with us so I can give that to our listeners. And I'm going to tag you on all of those um, those times you've, you've been on with us so that any one of your friends um, on yes, Facebook ma'am. can definitely get your wisdom from past times. But you have been an absolute blessing to us today. We pray Thank your you. continued blessings in the Lord, as you have been a continued blessing to us. 
and we will chat very soon. I'm calling you in a little while because I got something that came yes, to my ma'am. mind. I'm calling you. I'm calling you. I'm calling you. <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you dearly, Pastor Sin. Thank and you. we will chat Thank with you. you very soon, God spares, okay? All right. All right. God bless. We love you, you. back. Have a good day. Thank All you. Right. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Oh, my goodness. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, my goodness. Where is Shantice so we can get this switch tip? Oh, you know what time it is. Good morning, Shantice. Good morning, Pastor Steph. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm blown away. I am blown mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. I am. I can't focus on finishing this. I'm praying that that Jesus hope this switch didn't make sense because I was too into uh, what Pastor Doctor Cynthia <laughs> was saying. That was some stuff. One thing, one thing that knocked you over this morning because I was I, I was like a, a a bobble doll. I was just. Smack left and right all over the place. One thing that knocked that knocked you down today, as she said, I felt like she was telling me to shut up when she was talking <laughs> about the men, um, how they try to talk their pain away. Mm-hmm. And you know, because I, I, you know, you, you, you highlighted something, a quote, <laughs> and when she addressed it. Like shut up because it doesn't mean you know that you don't feel what you feel when they when they talk or so on and so forth. Whether you feel like it makes sense or not, you could be right. At the same time, you know that James one nineteen be quick to hear folks before the anger. Shut up long enough to listen so you can really pay attention to what you really need to be paying attention to, so that you know what to go to God about on their behalf because. A lot of it, 99% of their talking is to cover up and mask their issues and what they're really feeling. So that, it it was a lot. But if I had to choose one right now, that would be the main thing that really stuck out. Mm. Does that sound familiar by any chance? (laughs) All right. Okay. Let's get into the switch. Today we got the switch with Shanti, where we make the switch from the streets. To our godly seat, and our switch tip 144 is don't bond over trauma. And I can't take, well, I can't take the credit for any of them are given to me by the Lord, because I'll be meeting them first, and then he trusts me to share these switch tips with the rest of y'all. And I was talking to one of my friends a couple of months ago, and I was talking to her about you know, me speaking to someone or something, and she was sharing some stuff with me on her end. And I forgot who said what at one point. Out of nowhere, she just said, you know, we got to be careful that we're not bonding over trauma. And I was like, whoa, that's deep. Because you don't understand how a lot of times that happens. And I know with me a lot, like, I, I tend to be very open and transparent a lot of the times about, you know, personal things with me, especially once I hear, you know, someone talking to me about something that they've gone through, even if it hasn't been with them directly, maybe someone they're close to, so on and so forth. And, you know, I I always feel, a lot of the times I feel compelled to, you know, explain why I can empathize with someone and empathize, I mean, I can relate 
Like, I know exactly what you're talking about because I've been through that. Even if it hasn't been the same exact thing, I know exactly what it is to be in that situation or to be dealing with this type of person, so on and so forth. So, of course, God had me pull up the definition of trauma. And at first, it gave me the surface definition, which is deeply distressing or disturbing experience. But I didn't feel like that was deep enough for me. So I kept looking. And another definition that popped up was a penetrating problem that results from exposure to an incident or a series of events that are emotionally disturbing or life-threatening with lasting harmful effects on the individual's functioning and mental, physical, social, emotional, and or spiritual well-being. And I was okay, I think that was the definition that I was looking for. This penetrating problem, this problem that has gone far deeper than the surface because of something that we have been exposed to and it has it oh it's not only a one shot deal at times. You know, a lot of times when we think of trauma we may think of one particular incident, but when we really sit down and we think about a lot, sometimes we'll understand that it's like a series of things that, that has happened. And one thing that I have learned, especially since giving my life to God, is everything is connected to something else and there's always a domino effect in your life. And before you know it now, it affects every single part of your life, your mental, your physical, your social, your emotional, and your thing. This says and all, but it's all. It's all because God teaches us we are not only one way and only one part of our lives. Eventually, it starts to spill over into every other part. First Peter 5, 7, New Living Translation reads, Give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. And a lot of times we will sit and we will talk to other people who don't really care about us. How do we know? Because a lot of times they don't care about themselves. So it's like, okay, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm sharing this, this trauma with you, but when you're telling me your trauma, you're telling me how you can relate, I have to pay attention to the fact, that, are you caring enough to help yourself? So, I realized there were certain times I would speak to somebody and I would feel like they spoke in incomplete sentences because I'll be waiting for like the comma, but they put a period at the end and I'm like, oh, that's it. So there's no to be continued. Like you didn't do nothing about that. Or you, you didn't go talk to nobody about that. Or you didn't go look into how you can fix that. Okay. That's where it ended. Okay. And then at first I was saying it as a joke, but then when I said it about the third or fourth time to somebody, I was like, okay, no, this is really concerning to me. Like, so because I see that when I'm talking about certain things, I say, okay, you know what, well, I went and I spoke to my pastor or, you know, I went and I read up on this and how I can fix this or how I can do that. Or I don't feel comfortable with sitting with this level of trauma anymore. Like there's some type of healing and work that I see needs to be done, even when I don't want to do it. Cause I'm not going to lie and act like I always want to do it. Sometimes it's a lot easier to just sit in your trauma. But when I see that other people, like I'm not hearing that from other people, that, that becomes concerning. And it's because a lot of the times they're trying to put your worries onto someone else instead of giving it to God. And he's going to make sure that he does something about it and teaches you how to do your part because he actually cares about you. Proverbs, Proverbs 133, New Living Translation. I'm sorry. But all who listen to me will live in peace untroubled by fear of harm. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not one who is into just talking about something just to talk about it, and then I'll walk away 
the same way I walk into the conversation. Like, that's just so pointless to me, you know. And a lot of times that happens because you're just talking just to talk. And to, real quick, this word bond. The, the, the title of the fiction is Don't Bond Over Trauma. There's no bonding if there's no healing. This is why we're able to bind and bond with God and Jesus because they say, give me your burden and I will give you peace. Because they actually know how to listen to you. And they know he wouldn't know how to give us peace and how to relieve us from our fears if he wasn't listening to us. You have to make sure that you're talking to somebody who's listening to you as well. James 5.16, New Living Translation. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. So this kind of goes back to one of the, the, the tips that Pastor Cynthia just gave. You can't bond with someone who is not like-minded. And this is something that I had to learn the hard way. You can't bond with someone who has a completely different lifestyle. You can't bond with someone who is not interested in learning how to live a Christ-like life. Because while God has you going one way and he's taking you out out of a whole lot of your stupidity and mess and toxicity and dysfunction, but meanwhile you're trying to bind and bond yourself to someone who is trying to fight to stay content in the things that God is bringing you out of, there is no such thing. So now when you're confessing your sins and your trauma to someone who can't help you there is no healing hence it's pointless so really the the mission that you're trying to accomplish is not going to be accomplished because you can't bond with someone like that the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results and this explains why i've been feeling so compelled to speak to clergy a lot more and there's nothing wrong with speaking to you know I'm I'm an average congregant. There's not more speaking to other average congregants, but there's there's been this heavy feeling for me to like, like speak to like right now. Like I, I want I want Pastor Cynthia's phone number. I'm like I I want your house number, your beeping number, your cell number. You I want all that because you just dropped some serious gems here. I really feel like you were talking to me, but I see healing in that, and I know that even before we would we would get into a formal prayer. There would be a whole lot that she could say to me that would be an investment that I can now walk away with. And she wouldn't even have to share that trauma with me. She wouldn't have to tell me things that she went through. That's deep. Psalm 145, 18 through 19, New Living Translation. The Lord is close to all who call in on him. I'm sorry. Let me read that. The Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. He grants the desires of those who fear him, who hears their cries for help and rescues them. God takes pleasure in us binding and bonding with others here on earth, but to bind and bond with the ones that he is placing in our circle, the ones that he is sending us to, the ones that he is sending to us. So when we decide, and this is what I've been seeing a whole lot of, and I have to ask God to show me when I have done this as well, we run from the people that God is sending us to or is sending to us, and we'll try to flock to people we have no business flocking to. So now we're trying to bond with, oh, I can relate to so-and-so. Oh, I can relate to what they're doing. Oh, I can relate to what they're saying. And it's not meant for you to relate to them. But if you would shut up long enough 
to sit down and listen and pay attention to who God is sending you because those are the people that he is working through, then you will see who you are supposed to be binding and bonding yourself to. So we have to make the conscious decision of making a switch of stop trying to bond over trauma because we are trying to bond with who we are right now. And God is trying to take us away from who we are trying to be right now. And he, oh my gosh. And this is why I'm <laughs> I'm feeling the urge to speak to clergy a lot more because I've been wanting to elevate in God so many different ways. So how can I continue to bond with, and it's no shade to nobody. But how can I continue to bond with people? I'm still trying to bond with people who still drink and sex all the time and do this and that and who are content with it. I'm not there anymore. I'm not comfortable with being there anymore. I'm not comfortable with slipping up and staying there anymore. So let's make the conscious decision bonding over trauma to making sure that we bond with God and those he, are, he is sending to us. Thank you, Pastor Steph. Thank you, Shanti. Thank you. And we pray you have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Ooh, let's get this benediction. May Christ dwell in your hearts through faith that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Ephesians three seventeen through nineteen. Wow, what a morning! <laughs> what a morning! What a morning! What a morning! I have, <laughs> there's like a million things going on in my head right now. God has, God has really answered so much for me this morning. In one hour, from the moment Pastor Cynthia started talking, she started answering. And, you know, I've been, I know sometimes people think, oh, she thinks she knows it all. Oh, she thinks she's the only one with the answers. Oh, she thinks that God only gives it to her. But you just don't know what it is. You may not know. Let me put it like that. You may not know what it is when, you know, Shantisha said something. When, when God is elevating you. And when she said it just now, it, you know, it made every bit of sense to me because that's what I've been experiencing. I've been before the Lord heavily for quite some time to just, I want to be more like you. I want to be holy like you. I want to, You've called me to this. I didn't, you know, I always tell people, you don't raise your hand for this. Trust me. You know, and you know how I know because when, 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 when God starts dealing with you, I watch the way people respond. I watch the way people respond when they say, 
They want to be more like Christ. But when Christ starts doing stuff, they start acting up. They, it, it's just this resistance and this complaining and this acting out and this um, rebelliousness. And and I thought, and I'm like, you don't, it's just, that's just lip service. Because when you really want God and God starts to, to elevate you and he starts to deal with you, you... When, you, when God starts to change and he brings things to your attention, you welcome it. You welcome it. You welcome it. You do not fight against it. I don't care what anyone says. When you really want God and God begins to start plucking away all of those things that you know, you are doing wrong. And he starts poking you. And I always tell all of you, I said, God always snatches me by my collar all the time. I'm not free of that. You, you, it don't feel good. It doesn't feel good. But you say, thank you. You say, thank you. You say, thank you. You say, thank you. Because it's like, wow, you love me enough that you want to pull me out of that. But yet, if I don't position myself to be pulled out. If I don't welcome the pulling out. Now, again, the welcoming doesn't mean that it feels good. But the welcoming says, God, I hear you. God, I feel you. God, I know this is you. And I know that this ain't nobody else but you. Because I wouldn't be doing this on my own. And you just go with the flow. And I remember I used to say to my mother, she says, I used to watch God, and I, I call it unconventional. It's not unconventional to God, but it's unconventional to us. I, I would watch him. He would have me make decisions or do things, and I'd be like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And my mother would come behind me, and she'd see these things, and she'd say, Stephanie. <laughs> and what's it, Stephanie. And you knew, I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. You know, and, and it was motherly concern. It was motherly advice. It was motherly guidance. But I had to, it, I had to help her understand, Ernie, God is doing something different here. And, 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 and please don't fight me on this thing because I'm already having difficulty with it. I already want to move left and God, oh, because, you know, normally you wouldn't move right. You know, to do the quote-unquote right thing, you would move left. But God has a bigger picture. God is, is doing things, and, and he needs me to move the opposite way right now. And in due time, it will make sense. And sometimes I saw it immediately. Sometimes I didn't. And it was straight faith. But I, I I had to go with it. And I was like, mm, okay, God, this this on you. And mm, you know what's going on. Because uh, this is here. This. And finally, she got to the point where she stopped, like, challenging me. And she would, <laughs> she would say, I know. God told you to do that. <laughs> and I, I said, yeah. Yeah, I, I, and trust me, it ain't easy, but I'm trusting him. 
I'm trusting them. And when 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 I, when you hear me on this broadcast, and I'm closing, and I'm passionate, or you hear one of the crew members say something, and I'm not agreeing with it, and it don't feel right, and God is showing me as soon as they say it, it's like, oh no no no, and and I'm I'm, I'm challenging you. Because God is telling me, I need you to put this out on the floor. I need you to put that out on the table. Because it's not Stephanie, it's God doing this. And yet it looks like I'm battling, but it's not me battling. It's God battling and challenging through me. And I'm telling you, I'm going through it. I'm telling you, I'm going through it. Y'all don't know the back conversations I have after some of these broadcasts. And you know what? I tell you, like I tell them, if it's time to go, it's time to go. Because I got a ship here. God has me as a captain of this ship. And whatever God tells me to do, whether it makes sense to you or not, if it's going to rub you wrong, then it's on you. Because guess what? God is going to rub Stephanie. And if God is rubbing Stephanie, he's going to rub you. And if God has put me as the captain of this ship, Baby, either be ready or get to step it. And I mean it. And that's anybody in my life. You either going to deal with what God is telling us to do or you going to have to make your decision. It's the same thing in the church. This church is being governed by God. Whether it rubs you wrong or not, I promise you that anything I'm telling you is coming from this word of God. Now, whether you want to come out of your comfort zone or not, whether you're ready to be obedient or not, it is straight on you. Because right now, I got to deal with the integrity of being, the true integrity of being a child of God. And being a child of God means that I have to move as he deems. So a lot of times I know I seem, oh, I'm better than someone. Oh, oh, oh God is only dealing with her. He's not dealing with nobody. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is I've gotten to the point in my life that I'm only moving as God dictates. And whether it makes you happy or not, whether it makes another person feel comfortable or not, I can't help you with that. The only thing I can do is help you understand that if you look at the word of God and it partners up with what I'm doing, then come on and take this ride with me. Because, see, we're trying to make it into the kingdom. At least that's what I think. So come on, let's get this done. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not things that are on the earth, because it will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank our Dr. Pastor Cynthia Boone for, oh, coming through big time for us this morning. Thank you for hanging out with us and helping us to shake the Monday morning blues. Please do not miss the opportunity right now to set it straight with God. Make your life right with God. And please do not miss this opportunity to strengthen your relationship with the Lord right now. Until tomorrow, God spares our life where it's left. Talk about it Tuesday, church folks. Hey, I love you.